man, I barely had a chance to catch my breath from the Raul Aguirre commitment. And now Miami is getting crystal balls for five-star tackle Samson Okunlola. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So this morning, we start to see the crystal balls coming in for the third-ranked offensive tackle in the class of 2023, another five-star OT. And I don't think this guy would lose any stars. He's that highly ranked, so don't worry about any behind-the-scenes shenanigans. Miami's getting crystal balls for Samson Okunlola. Friends, I told you for the past several weeks that this could end up being when it's all said and done, perhaps the best offensive line class Miami ever brings in, in the history of university of Miami recruiting Miami's still linked to several tackles, including now Okunlola. We still have more to talk about with Raul Laguire. My head is spinning to help us sort out all this madness. Very good friend of the program, frequent guest of ours, and he is loaded with recruiting nuggets every time we see him from canesinsight.com. Brad Tejeda is with us. Brad, how are you, sir? Man, I could not be better. What a great day to wake up and be a Miami Hurricane, man. Like you mentioned, we're getting recruits left and right. I'm excited to talk, you know, more recruits, man, because this this staff and Mario, what they're doing is they're they're putting other coaches in lockers right now. And it seems like Nick Saban need, needs a locker combination, man, because we're, we're not stopping anytime soon. Yeah, dude, it was one, one of the great moments that I've had following recruiting. This cycle is, you know, when we saw Raul Aguirre look like he was putting on that Bama hat edge throwing it aside he had done the same thing with the Georgia hat and then he puts on the Miami hat and that's the one that stays on and we'll circle back to to Mr. Popo but let's talk about the pancake honcho one of the best nicknames and this guy's full of personality and he's an incredible offensive tackle 20th ranked overall recruit in the class of 2023 third ranked offensive tackle and you know again if anyone's like just tuning in right now I, I he has not committed but he is getting crystal balled, including the crystal ball from the man that I refer to as the Grim Reaper, and that's Steve Wiltfong. Because when uh, if you're expecting a player to come to your school and then Wiltfong, 24-7 lead analyst, crystal balls him somewhere else, that's a wrap. That's the Grim Reaper. But it works the other way as well. When you get the crystal ball in your favor from Wiltfong, it almost always works out well. He's like uh, 97% in this recruiting cycle, about 92% overall. So it's always a good sign when you get the crystal ball from Wilt Fong. So, Brad, what have you been hearing? Because uh, I've heard a lot of positives about Samson, you know, his connections to Miami, even before this crystal ball came out. What have you been hearing? And do you think that uh, we can start to get a little bit excited about this one? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to Samson, you know, this is a, a young man, you know, man amongst, amongst boys. You know, when you turn on his tape, he pretty much does it all. He's got huge football IQ, his footwork, athletic ability. I mean, it's all there. He does anything and everything that you would need 
and that first round type talent as a tackle position. Um, originally from Brockton, Massachusetts, and uh, he's making his way um, to Coral Gables. You know, hopefully in the next few months we'll see. But it seems like it's trending in his way um, with the Steve Wolf on crystal ball that you just mentioned. You know, things are looking great for the Miami Hurricanes. And um, from everything I've heard, man, he wants to make an announcement very soon. Um, summertime, no later than August um, before the football season starts for him. He, he's a little bit tired out of this recruiting process, man. As we know, you know, talking to coaches every day, traveling all across the nation, you know, it could get very tiring on some of these young kids. And I think with Samson, man, it's it's starting to feel like these dreams that we're having of having him in this class with already a five-star tackle in Francis Mayoga. I mean, you pair those two up, you got a solidified left tackle, right tackle. And um, I'm excited for the future. Um, right now, it's between Miami, Michigan State, and Alabama, which, I mean, when we talk about recruits, you know, for the next couple of weeks, Alabama and Miami seems to be a head-to-head -head battle. And right now, Miami's doing a very good job at winning those. Um, but an another nugget for Samson, his older brother um, recently just committed to uh, the Pittsburgh Panthers last cycle. So he's already in college, uh, enrolled. So he already has someone that he can talk to as far as this recruiting process what it takes to be at the next level, you know, um, the development aspect of the nutrition and everything like that. Because as you can see with some of these offensive linemen, um, they might have the size, but are they able to carry it the right way and perform to the next level? And that's something that Samson has no doubt about. Um, he, he can do it all. Six foot five, 305. And as his nickname would indicate, he he specializes in the pancake blocks. He is fast. He's physical. He's an absolute mauler. And, you know, you talked about uh, if he does come, Samson, that Miami would be locked in with uh, with right tackle, left tackle, uh, because Francis Maui Goa, he does primarily play right tackle at IMG Academy. So do you imagine that if Samson does come, that that's the way that it would shake out, that at Miami, you likely have Francis at the right tackle and Samson at the left tackle? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I wouldn't even rule out. I mean, we'll talk a little later about this offensive line class and what it could shape out to in the future. But I wouldn't even rule out Francis even getting pushed inside to guard. Yeah. Um, that's something that, you know, could potentially be seen, you know, talking to another recruit that Miami is going after. He is, you know, he sees these other guys that we're adding on to this list and he does his own research. And, you know, when you turn on the tape of someone like Francis, he definitely, you know, surprises me at times where he, I could see him being a guard at that next level. So, you know, who knows who we end up adding at the tackle position. But as far as Samson, you know, uh, last but not least, the, the key things that I have learned to understand with what Samson is, is bringing in to this recruitment process is, you know, the academics is first and foremost one of the top priorities for him. Um, and then also, you know, just the relationships and, and that family atmosphere and the comfort of feeling at home. Obviously, you know, being from Massachusetts, um, making his way to Coral Gables, that's a whole different scene, you know, uh, as far as temperature change and just the culture environment. Um, and I think him and his family can definitely see themselves in Coral Gables. And I think it's, and that that's great to hear. And I also think it's interesting, you talk about the possibility of, you know, Francis, who's versatile enough, he could even play guard, um, which I, I think kind of ties into this conversation because Miami in this recruiting cycle, they're being linked to so many offensive tackles and they do already have Frankie Tinelau as a part of this class. You know, he's not as highly rated as some of these other guys, but you know, they already have five-star top tackle in the country, Francis Maui Goa, 
committed. Miami is now trending for Samson Okunlola. Miami has been trending for Olaus Alinen. Miami's very much in the mix uh, for Peyton Kirkland, who's in, and these are all four and five star tackles. Kirkland and, and Alinen are both four stars. Samson and Francis are both five stars, and they already have one tack, another tackle committed. So, how many offensive tackles could end up being a part of this class? I mean, at some point, are some of these guys going to say, you know what, I'd love to go to Miami, but they've got enough tackles. Yeah, I mean, when you look at this current roster and what Maribel and Cristobal are trying to do um, going forward, there's not too many guys currently on the roster that fit the mold and the size that I think that they are looking for. And I think when you look at this current class, you need to load up as much as possible. And if you have the chance to land, you know, maybe four or five of the top 50 tackles in the nation, you need to do that. Um, you mentioned Francis and Samson, but then Olaf Lennon recently got a crystal ball as well. You know, the Finland native. Um, again, it's an Alabama-Miami battle. Uh, someone like Ohio State's looking from the outside in right now. But it goes back to family atmosphere, man. Olas is another one of those kids that that family environment really does um, a lot for him. And I think when he looks at a program like Alabama, does he really, you know, see himself living in Tuscaloosa? You know, out of all places, you know, that culture vibe of what Miami brings to the table is going to be something to look out for when you're when you're looking after you know offensive linemen from all different countries of the world. You know, Samson's from Nigeria, right? Olas is from Finland. Um, you got a couple other guys who we mentioned, Francis, which is American Samoa. So you're building not only offensive line pipeline, but the culture diversity is there. And there's no better you know place in the country to be culture diverse and play football than the University of Miami. But at the end of the day. I think seven to eight offensive linemen is, is what, what you got to look at right now. The, the type of guys that we're going after. Um, you mentioned Peyton Kirkland, who I, I talked to recently. He's currently 6'6", 340 pounds. He hasn't even hit his growth spurt yet, Alex. And oh his God. father. And his he father. Was 6'10". And so, so here's crazy. His father is 6'10". So his wow. father, his father's 6'10". He started out playing basketball. His mother realized right away that he didn't have that nastiness and that grit and that fire behind him playing basketball. And she immediately said, Hey, we need to get you in the trenches. We need to get you hitting somebody. And now he loves to hit. He loves to push people out. And I think with a guy like Peyton Kirkland, it seems like it's down to Michigan state, Miami, who will be announcing on July 23rd, along with his teammate Malik Bryant, who we're also training for in the linebacker position. But I think right now, when you look at the offensive line, you got to feel good about a guy like Olas Lennon, Samson, uh, Tommy Kinsler's another name to look out for. He pushed his date back to the 28th of this month in honor of his mother's birthday. And he will also be coming to the cookout in Miami. So that's a good sign. If you're, you know, making your announcement before going to Miami on a cookout, that leads me to believe that Miami's in a good spot for a guy like Tommy Kinsler as well. Wow. And so I wanted to ask you a follow-up because you mentioned Malik Bryant and Peyton Kirkland. Malik Bryant, a four-star linebacker that I know Miami is chasing. They're not done with linebackers. They just landed a big one yesterday in Popo Aguirre. They're going after Malik Bryant as well. Um, I, I've heard it said quite a bit that people suspect that Malik Bryant and offensive tackle Peyton Kirkland could end up being a package deal. That wherever one of them commits, they both want to go to the same university together. Do you think that's the case? And do you think if that is the case, Miami could end up landing both of them? Yeah, when I talked to Peyton the other day, it didn't seem like that was the case. Um, okay. Some of the guys that he has a very good relationship with and he talks to on a daily basis is former teammate John Campbell from Dr. Phillips, who is currently on the Miami roster, and also Francis Mayagoa. 
Um, those are two names that he he really likes and, and talks to a lot on a daily basis. And when I asked him straight up, who is the one guy that is not currently committed in this class that you would love to play with? He flat out said, give me Samson. I want I want to eat some pancakes and syrup too. But he is not afraid of, of the competition. He's not afraid of lining it up with anybody and anyone. Um, and, and that's a good sign to see. But I think it could come to fruition, even, even though it's not a package deal. July 23rd could be a big day in Orlando uh, for Malik Bryant, Peyton Kirkland to possibly be Miami Hurricanes. I like it. And another player that I want to talk about with Brad when we come back is Jaden Bonsu, the four-star safety who has been trending to Miami. We've got more. I do want to talk more in depth on linebackers and some wide receivers as well, so stick around. You know who else isn't afraid of the competition because they smash the competition? Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's really impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why would you endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, oh, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And then you've got to wait while the person behind the counter just simply orders the parts on their computer and they choose the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry. Well, you have computers, we all do, with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. I love saving both of those things, especially money. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, you have that Honda Odyssey. If you need a new fuel pump, it's going to cost you 353 bucks from a chain store, only $216 at Rock Auto. Why would you deny yourself that saving? Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, including brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write Locked On Canes in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Hey, which NFL stars move the betting line the most? I love this stuff. Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Want to thank you guys for making us here on Locked On Canes your first listen every day. We are available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So Miami now, after the commitment of Raul Aguirre, the Hurricanes have the number seven class in the nation for 2023, according to the 24-7 composite. We've been telling you guys Miami's going to be trending towards the top five. It's coming together even more quickly than I thought. Uh, you know, another player, great player, four-star safety out of New Jersey, who I see getting linked a lot to Miami. I think he may have a crystal ball or two as well, is Jaden Bonsu. What are you hearing about Jaden, and what can you tell us about what he would bring to the table, Brad, if he does come to Miami? Yeah, the St. Peter's Prep um, guy from New Jersey, Jaden Bonsu. I mean, he's one of the, the best safeties in the country, in my opinion. When you turn on his tape, everything is there. Um, he's got a current commit date of July 20th. So it's coming up right around the corner. And from everything I've heard, it, it's trending in Miami's direction. Like you mentioned with the recent crystal balls, um, it seems like it's coming down to Miami, Ohio state and Michigan state. Um, and the kid could flat out do it all. When you, when you turn on his film, he's all over the field. Um, he'll line up at nickel. He'll line up in the box. He'll line up at safety. Um, if he's got to rush the quarterback and attack, he can do that. He's an aggressive tackler. And if he's got to play back and, and and, you know, 
I that play coverage, he can definitely do that and go and grab the ball. I'm excited to, to see someone like him possibly being a Miami Hurricanes because he, in, in all honesty, he kind of plays like Avante Williams, in my opinion. Mm. So I, I am honestly excited to see where he ends up, along with another guy in Janelle Aguero. If Miami could possibly land their top two targets at safety, that's, you know, hey, like they say, the Joker. Uh, that, that's the guy that you want. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I want to turn uh, to the wide receiver position. We've been getting a ton of questions from our viewers and listeners about wide receivers, especially since, uh, you know, because at, at one point last week, we thought Jalen Brown was coming to Miami. Sounds like a whole lot of stuff behind the scenes went down. He ends up going to LSU instead. So everyone's asking, OK, who's next? Who are the targets? Uh, I believe Andy Jean is very much a target again. And he recently named his finalists. And Miami is one of his uh, his top five finalists. Andy Jean was a Miami commit, decommitted in March, but he never like he him decommitting. It was more opening his commitment up. Like I don't think he completely shut Miami down. And Miami has kept recruiting him ever since. And we also get asked a lot about Hakeem Williams and Hakeem and Andy Jean are both local players. Uh, what can you tell me about where Miami stands with the two of them? Yeah, it's interesting, Alex, because when you talk about the receiver position and how great this class is starting to, to turn out, our first two commitments in this class were both wide receivers who are currently not committed anymore, and Lamar Seymour and Andy Jean. And it looks like ever since then, Mario Cristobal and the staff has not looked back. We currently have 12 commits in the last 30 days, one being a Juco wide receiver and Colby Young, if you want to count him. But when you look at the wide receiver position now, you got Ray Ray, you got Washington, so now you got to kind of add a little bit more height and, and speed along to go with that. And I think the two names to look out for are the two you mentioned, Andy Jean out of Miami Northwestern and uh, Hakeem Williams out of Stranahan. And Hakeem Williams is starting to pick up some more steam heading towards Miami. Um, from everything I heard, it, it seems like Miami is making him a top priority. You, you saw him recently in a seven-on-seven -seven tournament, and, and the young man can do it all. Um, he's catching slant routes. He can go deep in, in the red zone. Um, and he has the size and intangibles that you need that you currently don't see on this roster. Um, besides Colby Young, we don't really have that big target guy. And I expect maybe Hakeem Williams to possibly be in this class. And I'm willing to see what Andy Jean does. But with Hakeem Williams, it seems like it's a Miami and even Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is making some ways. You know, uh, as we know, they like the South Florida kids and they've been doing a very good job at uh, establishing a relationship and landing some guys. So that's a team, a dark horse to look out for. But as far as Andy Jean, it seems like it's going to be a Florida-Miami battle. And as we know, you know, Billy Napier hasn't been able to get out the locker um, ever since Mario pushed him in there. So I think Andy Jean, I think Andy Jean is one to watch out for because there are some other targets that Miami is looking at. You got the Jerry on Dickies, you got um, William Fowles, who who's been trending a lot more for Miami as well. Um, but those are the two guys I want the most in this class. Doesn't necessarily we're going to land them. But I like where we stand with both right now, um, and it should be a fun one to watch in the next couple of weeks because, you know, with July, in a week or two, we got about five to six possible commits still lined up. And I think at that point, you should see a little bit more smoke, a little bit more articles and info coming out on those two in particular on where they may land. The one Miami landed uh, yesterday was very big, uh, and we need linebackers. Raul Aguirre is a nice, nice addition. And something that's interesting about his recruitment was uh, he he never took an official visit to Miami. Uh, how, is that how unusual is that? Because you cover recruiting very closely. 
how unusual is it to see a player commit despite not taking the OV? Man, it's it's super unusual. And yeah, like, like our guy John, and like our guy John Garcia says, man, if you're not the first visit and you're not the last, you're pretty much out of it, right? And to not have an official visit is very key. And you you know, usually when you see red and blue lights behind you, it's not a good thing because it's the police, but now it's orange and green lights and his name's Popo, right? So I think <laughs> I think, I think again, it comes down to the R word, Alex. I say it anywhere I go, anytime I talk Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting, it's relationships. And the relationship that Raul has built with not only Mario Cristobal, Alex Maribal, but Charlie Strong. The Charlie Strong effect is going to start to, to come to fruition. A lot of people are going to start seeing of what he's been doing behind the scenes, you know, with a guy like Raul now in the class and then a possible Malik Bryant. That's Charlie Strong effect right there. And I think when you look at, you know, Popo himself – He's a he's got the Cuban descent background. Um, his dad played, you know, under Alex Mirabal as well with at Columbus. Um, he even has the Dade County 305 tatted on his forearm. So what better place to play football than the crib, right? And, and to stuff to stuff Nick Saban, you know, to the side and say, hey man, I don't I don't really want to play for Alabama. The trophies, the glam, the crystals, I don't need it, man. I want to go where the relationships are built. And that's what you're going to start seeing with a lot of these guys we're going after. It's going to start being a Miami-Alabama head-to-head matchup going forward. And I think the relationships is going to be one of the big key deciding factors for a lot of these guys. Yeah, I don't follow a lot of these guys, but I, I see a lot of the retweets showing up of just the Alabama fans, how angry they are. Like, they're they're angry at Nick. They're angry at Miami for, for taking guys that they're targeting. It's like, oh, just the rage give me more of that rage and i got a couple more uh very important players that we're going to ask brad tejeda about when we come back uh it, a linebacker and a defensive end high profile guys that are potentially trending towards miami so you do not want to miss that and you don't want to miss the new coconut brownie chunk puff from built bar built bar invented the healthy and tasty combination this one is a gift to your taste buds guys you probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar but guess what your friends at built have given them the puff treatment coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor the same flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100 real chocolate it's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness but stop drooling and listen because they're good for you as well low calorie low sugar high protein and all delicious Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. So go to built.com now to make sure you don't miss out on this. They're going fast because they taste amazing. And all built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and they provide a ton of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. They taste amazing, guys, but you can enjoy them guilt free because they're actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect for when you've got a craving. You need to satisfy your sweet tooth. I've got a sweet tooth. Built Bar takes care of that for me. Or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they are an excellent source of protein. Go to built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So Miami just got a big-time linebacker. Uh, we talked a little bit about one of the linebackers that may be next in Malik Bryant, but what can you tell me about Stanquan Clark from Killian, another four-star linebacker who uh, I know the Hurricanes are interested in? Oh, man, when when you talk to anyone in the 
area of Dade County, one of the first names that pop up is Stan Quan Clark. This is a, a local favorite, local guy that can pretty much do it all. And, you know, some of the bigger programs, I think, in the next few months are going to start to realize that and they're going to start to come after him a little bit hard. But for right now, I think the two name, two teams to look out for is NC State and Miami, obviously. Um, with Stan Quan Clark, um, he's the cousin of Bobby and uh, Robbie Washington. So that's already some upside. Him playing at Miami Killian in your own backyard. He's someone that you're going to be able to see on a weekly basis once football season starts. And I think, honestly, the only holdup that I think Miami had with a guy like Stan Quan Clark was just seeing him in person um, because I don't believe he went to that many camps this year uh, under Miami's watch. So they just want to see what he can do, you know, on that football field. But he's got it all. He's got the intangibles. He can go sideline to sideline. He could play on the end and rush the football. Um, I like I like this prospect a lot, and I would love to add Stanquan Clark to be possibly that fourth linebacker in the class because, again, when you look at this team, the two positions that we need the most is offensive line and linebackers. And we're starting to see, you know, we, we talk about possible seven to eight guys on the offensive line that we can add. And I wouldn't be surprised if we add three to four linebackers as well. So, yeah, Stan Quan Clark out of Miami Killian is a, is a great prospect. And I expect Miami to turn on the heat uh, on him some more once he starts playing some more football here in this upcoming season. IMG Academy becoming a pipeline for Miami, and Miami's looking at another five-star from IMG defensive end. And I'm I'm hearing some buzz, Brad. I'm hearing some buzz linking this player to Miami. Samuel Mapemba, uh, what do you expect to happen with his recruitment? Yeah, with Mpemba, man, this is this is a young man that you know anyone behind the scenes that's been uh, following or recruiting for Miami or talking to staff members or players on the team. This is the one guy that I I from day one I felt like. Miami has been at the top of the board for him. Um, they have done a very good job at, again, keeping the relationships there and building off of it. Uh, we talked a, you know, a couple of weeks ago about a possible commit of Collins, uh, Achumpong, um, possibly being a Miami Hurricane. He ended up going elsewhere, obviously. But I think, you know, when you look at someone like Collins, he was that, you know, tweener guy that could be more of a project. Um, there's no telling what you were going to get out of him. It was more just the upside of his height and intangibles. But when you look at the defense in pass rushing position, you want guys that could come in right away and make an immediate impact. You know, someone similar to Cyrus Moss, who has all the intangibles to do something, you know, year one for the Miami Hurricanes. And I would put in Papa right, right there at the top of the list, man. I think between him, Ruben Bain and a couple of these other guys, those are the guys that Miami's been focusing on since day one. And the key, again, goes back to relationships. you got to make sure that you are, you know, texting these guys, you know, every day, every other day communicating with the parents, communicating with the coaches, the guys that he's surrounded with. And you talk about that IMG pipeline, and it seems like Miami is doing a very good job at any guy that they recruit or gets committed. It seems like they're transferring to IMG. I mean, we, we talked about it recently with Riley Williams, uh, Janelle Aguero, Francis Mayoga, now with Jaden Wayne uh, and Malik Bryant. These are all guys that are IMG native guys and, you know, could all be possibly playing together at the next level. And loads of info as always. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Tejada Brad. Check out his work, canesinsight.com. Brad, can't thank you enough, my brother. We'll talk again soon, especially with all these recruits dropping. We'll be talking a lot. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me again, and go Canes.
Go Canes. Hey, guys, make sure you get more on the ACC by making Locked On ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper, who's awesome, and the local experts of Locked On take you across the ACC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On ACC your second listen. Thank you for making us your first. We will be back with you guys again tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.